Welcome back to another episode of the Spring Legion Podcast. I hope everybody's doing well. Uh, I'm your host, Hunter Ferrier, joined with Austin Seals again today. And I'm um, going to be talking about a few different things. We have a, a guest in here with us. Uh, named celebrity guest. Celebrity guest. Celebrity guest. Uh, self-proclaimed celebrity guest. <clears throat> Toller Robinson from around here, uh, Central Mississippi area. He uh, He's going to be in here just kind of talking about a few things and just kind of shooting the bull with us. Um Wanted to knock out a few updates before we get in uh, get to any other rabbit holes like we did last week. Um, finally, do have some more Richardson 112s on the way. A lot of people had asked about those. And um, uh, Masioka Original Bottomland uh, Vintage 2 hoodies are back uh, in stock. So check those out if you haven't. We should be should should stay in stock for a little while, but that's that's not promised. Um, as for the book Ballad of a Turkey Hunter, it is a uh, it's in its final stages, but it's um it's it's coming. It's it's now it's a waiting game. Pretty much is waiting to get approved for different things and registered. And I see, that's all I got on updates. You got anything over there? Fifty three days till turkey season in Mississippi. Fifty three days. If you'll take a kid, you can go a little bit earlier. Yeah. So uh, so Toler is um he's had a hand in the um in the Mississippi uh, super hunt. For uh, for disabled children these past few years, and um, wanted to uh, to get him here to talk turkey. He's a diehard turkey hunter, um, and has always had a knack for kind of getting other people into the outdoors, and um, it has really really opened uh, opened some eyes to uh, to both his friends and along with these uh, these kids that are involved with this super hunt every year. And, and um, he he knows a little more about it. I know y'all probably heard us mention it a few times. How much we look forward to it. And how how good of a, a nonprofit organization it is over at Southern Outdoors Unlimited, but um, so he's going he's going to kind of give us a little spill on that and kind of a background on what it is and what it uh what it enables other people to do and how you might can get involved if you are in the area. It is um, um it is kind of um, centralized to this Mississippi location, but um but regardless, it's a it's a it's a really cool operation and and worth listening to, and and then we'll go into a few. I'm sure it's been out some rabbit holes, but it's gonna it should be a good one and um I'll turn it over to him and kinda let him take from there. Well, I'll start with it just as it's fun. It's um mm-hmm. it's it's a really special event that uh I think this is gonna be our fifteenth year. I've been involved with it since year one. Um, but yeah, a lot of people's you know, that everybody that's involved usually stays involved. Um, to a lot of people, it's, you know, they'll, they'll tell anybody it's their favorite weekend of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so this past year, we figure numbers we had, uh, we've always had a decent amount of kids, even since year one, but we've grown slowly. Uh, the longest time we were under other organizations, um, and about three years ago, we broke, <clears throat> we broke away from there and, uh, developed our own nonprofit through Southern Outdoors Unlimited. Uh, that way any of the funds that we make or any of the uh, funds we raise or donations that we get go directly back to the kids. Mm-hmm. Everything goes back to the kids. Um, you know, whether that be, uh, we provide, usually provide camos and ba- camo and bags and, you know, putting kids up if they need hotels, <clears throat> even down to if a family needs some help financially. Mm-hmm. We're there. That's what we're here for. Um, it's a, a group of guys that we have a board and um, a committee, a group of guys that are, you know, every day they, they go out and they work hard every day and they still make time. Uh, they put in a lot of work and effort to make these events happen and stuff like the super hunt. Uh, <clears throat> take time away from their families. It, it could get stressful. There's a lot of stuff that goes into it um, behind the scenes, but it's worth every single second. And we all love it. Um, <clears throat> but, this year we had, uh, even with a COVID year, mm-hmm. we were kind of worried that the number would be down. We had 97 participants, uh, 136 deer killed, something like that. It was the most deer we've ever killed you know, in the weekend. <clears throat> um, but it was, 
it was very successful again this year, and of course it was fun. It was kind of different because, you know, with everything mm-hmm. that's going on this year, but probably, I could say last year, it's 2021, yeah. <laughs> so. Barely, but it is. <laughs> um, but, uh, for anyone who's listening, and if, if you ever want to have, you know, it, you, you see things like that all the time going on through social media, on TV and stuff, and, you know, you can, most people are going to look at it and say, that's pretty cool, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I'd be interested in getting involved with that, and, you know, it boils down to it, you know, and when it comes to these kids, you wouldn't regret getting involved with yeah, something yeah. like this, but a lot of people that do get involved, they vow not to miss something like that again, they're, you know... It become we become one large family, mm-hmm. and it's it's not just it's not just uh, another weekend of hunting. It's it's you know getting outside and providing an opportunity for a lot of these kids that um, you know they they that they they might not ever get to experience mm-hmm. in their life. Period. Uh, whether it be you know we've uh, successfully taking kids on this hunt that you wouldn't even think that it would ever be possible. Right. And by all means, we will do what we can to make it possible. And it's not about killing deer. It's not, about, it's, it's, it's getting these kids out there. And like I said, provide an opportunity to do something they might never get to do. Uh, and just getting them outside to enjoy something new. Uh, you know, a lot of, uh, we we hunt and we hunt we get caught up in hunting um a lot of times we you know people that are blessed to be healthy mentally and mm-hmm. physically and you know emotionally we, we we don't really see that uh we get caught up in everyday life and we take a lot of things for granted and things like this can really open your eyes and uh it it can go a long way in your life and teach you some lessons and uh make you have a different perspective you know we can it's nice it's nice to wake up out of the bed or you know get off of work at lunch and say i'm gonna run to the woods mm-hmm. and climb up in a ladder stand whatever you know come back home complain to your spouse or call your buddy i haven't seen any deer in three days <laughs> yeah. mad at least you get to do it so you know we, we take a lot of things for granted and I, i'm just as guilty as anybody else no, so, yeah. you know I, I have to slow down sometimes and I, I can get just as frustrated as anybody else. Of, you know, just it, it becomes more of seeing something, killing something. You know, uh, trying to compete with people. Mm-hmm. Of, you know, look what I did. Uh, but you know, we get caught up in that when it's just a blessing that we get to do it because a lot of these folks don't. Right. And it, you know, it, that's the big bigger picture that I look at, but it's the weekends full of you know we have big cookouts and you know a lot of we'll try to meet at a centralized camp and get you know three or four families there and you know it's it's all about the camaraderie uh getting these kids around each other getting these families around each other creating a network i mean i've been to you know funerals of some of these people Mm -hmm. you know parents and grandparents have been a part of this hunt and unfortunately even some of the we've had children that have participated that ultimately you know didn't didn't live much longer Mm -hmm. Uh, and you know that's tough it's 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 tough to see that but you know you've got to cherish some memories you get with them but if it's it it's it's a lot bigger than than what you can always say it's 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 good cause good cause but it's uh when you get involved it, it becomes a part of you uh, and I tell, you know, it's a weekend full of la- a lot of landowners giving up their time and their efforts and guides, and there's a lot of working parts um, it, to, you know, take get these kids to experience this. But a lot of times when I'm talking to the parents and stuff, you know, it's, you know, that I tell them, look, if you want to come out here to the camp, mm-hmm. you want to get out here and you want to sit on the couch all weekend, you know, we got it. Mm-hmm. We will take care of, of you. We'll, you know, we'll provide the food. We'll provide the lodging. We'll, I want you to enjoy your weekend because a lot of these parents, they, they, they work full-time jobs, but it's also a full-time job to take care of somebody mm-hmm. who's dependent on you. And I'm not talking about children. I'm talking about people that, you know, 
they can't do the, mm-hmm. the basic things in life, in everyday life, and provide necessities for themselves. Uh, you know, if, it, if it's just, if it can bring all that stress off of a parent over a weekend, then it's, it's successful. Um, we just want to have fun and make it a, a fun experience, and it always is. So, mm-hmm. I've, over the last 13 years, for 13, 14 years of doing this, there's been very few negative comments from people. Um, we've had, we had to do some weeding on some of the, People that participated, and yeah, you know, we've been up. We have to, we have to lay the laws down of you know what what can go on and what can't go on mm-hmm. because, um, you know, one mishap and the whole thing could go down a drain. Yeah, everything's insured, but you know, it's we make sure that people know even if they're you know kids going to a deer camp that's you know they like to have fun, but you know if if you can't act straight and be clean cut for a weekend then you just don't need to be mm-hmm. to come because you know come when, next weekend. because somebody else's mishap messes it up or something like that but you know it's it's but it's all for the kids mm-hmm. that's what it boils down to um, and uh, i was able to go both last last year little which was that was that the first turkey year that y'all have done Gave that a go, and it was—I mean, it was—that was my first experience with it. I know I remember hearing y'all doing y'all's super hunts every every fall for deer, and I knew without even being involved how big of a deal it was. And you know, I, I was kind of like what you were saying, like that—that that seems cool. And then kind of moving on, and then I was—and it really got to me one day. I wanted to, you know, find a way to, to be involved, and and sometimes it, it takes somebody just reaching out and saying, "You very well can be," you know. Yeah, it, sometimes it takes, and I've I've gotten a lot of friends mm-hmm. and. and uh, Man, I've got some of the best people around me, some of the best, you know, friends in in this world that that now care about things as much as me. Is you know they got involved oh, yeah. and you know they're they're part of it as well. I'm blessed to have the people around me that I do, but I have done some some hair pulling, and sometimes mm-hmm. I just sometimes I just don't give somebody a, a, a you know the choice. Yeah, I'll tell somebody, look, you're coming out here. And I, mean, yeah. I don't do that to everyone, but some people need that. If yeah. you can see that in somebody, and ultimately you just hope that you know it can help them, maybe through a time, maybe oh, through yeah. things that are going on, maybe you know some of their actions that are going on in life or something mm-hmm. like that. But once you can finally get somebody out there, if you nag somebody, you know, hard mm-hmm. enough, and so all uh, of it, uh, just the ones that that are that are consistently involved that is a big deal and i can definitely see why i just kind of and i look i mean that's like out of all the weekends we got trips or whatever that was kind of what i had circled first i was like all right you know make sure this is open um i hoping it hoping it happens again for turkey season but even i was able to tag along for deer season this year and that was you know that was a an awesome experience too just going to hang out with them yeah opening their own eyes kind of deal Kind of the, it, it ranges with with the people that um, volunteer time and the landowners. I mean, we're not talking about you know podunk deer camps. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it can range from your regular, you know, I wouldn't say low end deer camp, but your typical deer camp yeah. with you know, bunch of Just house it. trailers, campers, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You know, where what a place of you know you picture a real Mississippi deer camp. Mm-hmm. But uh, they, you know, we have a lot of landowners that have places like that and. They, the, those land, that's why I say it's a landowner, but those camps will all, all the guys in the camps will come together in the community. You know, that's a very, very fun environment to get mm-hmm. those kids into. And we like for them to experience that. You could go to a place like that. Um, we try to switch up the kids every year so, and put them with different landowners so they can get, we don't want somebody going to the same place every year. Mm-hmm. It's nice for them to get the different experience because you could either end up at a deer camp like that or we've got some landowners that have, you know, million million dollar lodges that are you know you'd think that you're somewhere out in the midwest it's <laughs> these you know there's some very 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 successful people that are involved with this as well and you'd think that you were at a five-star resort for the weekend um and it's funny because a lot of when when a lot of the participants and families go to places like that we're gonna call real quick as oh, soon yeah. as the weekend's over we want to go back there next year i'm like yeah i want to go there every weekend but uh we got to spread the love. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but it, there's a lot of awesome people you can meet. And it's not just the, the children and the families that you meet. You can meet 
Oh. He's, I've met some of the best people that I know through this, just for their landowners, their guides, guys that I've built relationships with, people that I can depend on. Some, you know, folks that I'd have never met that you know impact my life and you know are positive lights in mm-hmm. my life. And even if it's just an acquaintance, uh, it could go a long way. You know, whether it be from business to personal or mm-hmm. anything else, but. There's a lot of people and connecting a lot of ways to this, and you know it's just a network. And it's a it's a just a condensed group of people with a, a good head on their shoulders and a good heart. And I mean, you, you surround yourself with people like that, even if just for a weekend, you can you, you can already start noticing your the atmosphere around you change when you leave and what you take away from it, just as much as anybody else. Not meaning to at all, um, from the kids and from the from the good hearted people that are doing it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be who I am today without this mm-hmm. event. You know, I I grew up and was taught the morals and you know what what to do and what not to do mm-hmm. and be a good person and everything else. But there's some lessons that you can only learn internally through experiences like this. Um, that you know, uh, events like this open your eyes to mm-hmm. um, just different kind of perspectives and. But and I noticed I, as a kid, I, I got a knack early as a kid to, I, you know, I hunted a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a family farm out in Hines County and uh, killed my fair share of animals and stuff. I love hunting. But uh, at an early age, I realized that I really liked taking buddies or taking somebody and killing their first deer or you know, mm-hmm. just getting those experiences in. And I started realizing that. I'd rather see somebody else get that excited over a deer that would make a nice buck that I'd go, okay, that's a good buck, but, you know, it means a lot more to those kind of people, mm-hmm. you know, for somebody killed their first deer, and it means more to me to see somebody else excited, and I kind of, kind of took that and ran with it, and, you know, it always, always love it, and it makes the uh, memories a lot sweeter, uh, but it was, it was a whole different ball game whenever you put, you know, the factor of these children and mm-hmm. with them. Which, which even if it's just taking a kid hunt, yeah. you know, take some hunt. Like, take a weekend off that, you know, I know you're chasing that big mm-hmm. deer. I know you're chasing that long beard you've been chasing for three weeks. Take a couple days off. You know, deer season's four months long. Take yeah. a day off. Take a kid hunt. Take your neighbor hunt. You know, find somebody to just get outside. Especially with where we're at these days. Jeez, yeah. Get somebody outside. Take Go find you know, somebody older. Somebody that that it would mean something. Somebody going through a tough time. It's uh, it's just it's bigger than that. I think both will come out better in the end. Um, but that's something you know, just you having a knack for it is what we were talking about before we start recording. Just kind of hanging out in here was it, this this past spring was my first spring to really kind of at least making a, a, an intentional focus towards hunting with other people because I'd been on a, a long time just hunting by myself and I enjoyed it and. I, I didn't hunt well with other people, and it was hard for me to do what I was going to do. We shaking hands. You, you got to be, <laughs> oh. be more focused on being successful. Of course, yeah. you can be more successful killing turkeys yeah, by exactly. yourself rather than two, two fools tromping through the woods. Exactly. And um, so that was kind of my mindset, and, and it took a it took a three or four different you know experiences this year to kind of start turning my gears on it, and and it started with um with the with the super hunt and and going in there with. To the um, turkey hunt. Yep. Yeah, we didn't mention that. So last year, last spring, uh, I tried to do it the year before, and we got rained out, and it was just kind of last mm-hmm. second. Um, I put together a, a hunt for the youth weekend, or the youth season of turkeys. Um, I think it was, we had 13 landlords with 14 kids. Mm-hmm. We, uh, first time that we were just kind of dipping our foot in the water yeah. with it, uh, just kind of a test year. Um, and... We killed one bird throughout the weekend, but I it, I enjoyed that weekend alone. Probably it was, it was more memorable than all of the deer hunts, mm-hmm. just because I'm more I'm more of a turkey hunter. Yeah. And to see that that that's really something. It's it's a next. It's a completely different ball game. You you can take anybody out there and kill a deer. Mm-hmm. It's a it's completely different. I've toted. You know, I've taken some uh, youth children with disabilities turkey over the years but never as a um, actual event mm-hmm. uh i've toted kids through creeks <laughs> i've pushed kids in wheelchairs i've towed them on my back and towed their wheelchair blind but we, 
whatever whatever can make it possible. It's it's not deer hunting at oh, the end yeah. of the day, and that means more to me because you know I touch base back that a lot of these kids don't ever may never get to experience mm-hmm. going on a deer hunt. Well, turkey hunting is just that next level of they really might not ever get mm-hmm. to do that. And just seeing a kid's light, eyes light up when that first bird, you know, sounds off at daylight. Which oh, yeah. The hunt that I went on, the kid, or the, the little boy I took last year, uh, hit cerebral palsy. And we, we set up in a blind the first morning. Not much went on. Uh, somebody else had heard some birds a little farther away. And it's kind of hard to set up. And the next morning we got there early. And I... I actually got there about three o'clock that morning and I took in a stake blind and found the perfect spot for him to set up and everything. Um, put the blind up, slept, just snuck back out of there, got back to the truck and we towed him in there. It, what, <laughs> I think uh, his stepdad towed him on his back mm-hmm. and we got in there and got set up real early and it was one of the most incredible mornings. So we had... 15, 20 birds in front of us in one bottom that were gobbling. I think I caught six different long beards. Uh, I think 10 jakes at one time throughout the morning of about two hours. We ended up missing a bird, but it, it, it doesn't. Things like that do not happen on typical. I promise you, you get involved with things like this where, you know, you God is present. Mm-hmm. You can see God in these, you know, over these weekends and it, It'll make it'll make you shake your head, yeah. and you know, it'll it'll make you feel like a grain of salt in the very big. Uh, but he's very present, and it's that that's it's an awesome feeling to to do that because I, some of these hunts that I've been on, even the deer hunts, you know, you'll have fifteen deer standing in front of you in a, a dirt food plot. There's <laughs> not even corn out there, man. You're just and. That, that, that whole weekend, you'll see deer with these kids, and you'll get you'll get excited for the next week. You're like, oh, pick my bow back <laughs> up. I'm going in there tomorrow. And you won't see a deer in there for the next mm-hmm. month. It's, God shows up, and He's very, very present. And you know that's the only thing that that I can contribute that to. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, yeah. I'm a I'm a big believer in uh, there's circumstances and there's coincidence, and then there's just there's no doubters and stuff like that. And, you and know. not everybody had successful hunt, uh, turkey hunt. Some of them didn't even really hear birds. I know yeah. that y'all didn't really get on much, but yeah, it's just getting a kid out and doing something mm-hmm. different. I mean, it, uh, Shoot, we, we were looking for airheads about 30 minutes in. We exactly. were on a hole. <laughs> yeah. she, she said she found an airhead or she, no, she, found, actually, she found a rock. Yeah. I told her it was an airhead. We, we got actually, to looking in that creek though. We actually had one land on her. Uh, well, he's a, a club member out at uh a club in, in Hines County. His name's Jim Urban. I've been, I actually, he was one of my first really mentors in turkey hunting and uh, hunting with an experienced turkey hunter. He's he's as crazy about it as anybody that I know. I've ever chasing birds through the woods at one point in like junior high. I had I had a cast on my leg <laughs> and I had some crutches and he's. I told him I wanted to go anyway and birds sounded off and he's just that. Turkey, who I mean, he's a nut. He's crazy for it. And with that tunnel vision, and that first bird sounded off, and there he goes sprinting. And he looks back, starts hollering, and asks me to come with him. <laughs> About that time, I dropped my crutches and just started wobbling all that cast. He's that kind of guy that he's, you know, and he does the deer hunting and he's involved that every year. And he loves the kids. He's one of the best guys I know. But I knew that, you know, when you put something like that, or uh, when you put somebody like that with these kids and they're already, you know, they already have a passion for taking these kids, but you put it together with something like Turkey Hunt with, that is their passion and mm-hmm. has been their passion, it, it hits a new level. Um, but so he, last year he took a kid, one of the kids that he's been, um, he's, or they take, they've taken on the deer hunt the last two years for that. He's developed a very strong bond, close bond with his family. Um, you know, even as like all the way down to they'll go to the park every two weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, he's very involved with his family. He's gotten really close to this kid, and I, I was really excited to tell to ask him to be a landowner. You know, take a kid hunting, and he was like, "Well, I'd like to take Luke, the young man that he was taking." You know, he said, "You know, I've gotten really close to them." He said, "And." 
I think what Luke is only six, six, seven years old now. Mm-hmm. It's hard to take. It's it's harder to pick out of the kids to take them turkey because you have to have dedicated landowners. If you have a physical disability, some yeah. people might not be able to get people around. I, I, in my how I see it, is the more severe disability. That's the kids I want. I want to make it happen. Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost a challenge. It's already a challenge to go turkey hunt, but I want to make it. I like. I'm gonna. I'm going to do everything I can to make it happen. Um, but it's it's hard to match kids up because you, you know, everybody doesn't have turkeys. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people, there's some people that do have birds on their places that would be landowner, but they don't turkey hunt. Mm-hmm. So then you have to go into getting guides. And I got a, I got a list of a bunch of experienced turkey hunters. And I had some friends step up and go to places and meet landowners they didn't know from Adam. Showed up on Friday evening, ready to take some mm-hmm. kids on. It, it, you know, it just comes together. Um, and I, and I didn't want to just send any old person yeah. up there that didn't know what they were doing. Because I, I mean, we had a couple landowners sign up last year that they literally said, "We'll do. It. I'd love to do it, but I don't know what. I have no clue when mm-hmm. it comes to turkey." I said, "Yeah, we'll get we'll mm-hmm. get somebody with you that can do that." Um, but so it, there's you know. The, late, the ages and stuff and the disabilities that come with it, you know, some kids might not be as interested to go turkey hunting. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, it's just, you don't want them. And we had such a small selection last year. Uh, and I know that I'm sure some of the other kids saw them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, out there, they're probably jealous or whatever else. But so, but instead, the, back to what I was saying about uh, Jim is... He said, well, I want to take him, and I know he's young, and a kid probably get blown. He's not very big. He's wheelchair-bound. I think he's got some, uh, I think he might have CP, too. But um, he said, and to be honest, we probably won't hunt. <laughs> he said, but we're going to have fun. And he called me the other weekend. He said, we had the best weekend. He <laughs> said, never even went to the woods. Really? He said, I actually went to the woods one day. He said we cooked burgers. Had a bunch of people come out there. Luke had a good time. He said that uh, he brought his BB gun out there, and they went and sat in a box stand <laughs> that day. So a guy that is that dedicated to turkey hunting, him, that is his passion. You know, instead he could have taken some other kid, but he knew how much more it would mean to that kid that he was like, I want to take him, and it wasn't even about turkey. They didn't turkey hunt. It was about having a fun time that mm-hmm. weekend. Um, and that just made you know, that's the kind of people who are involved with this, but. Then you got people like us. It, it, oh yeah, uh, it was a hunt. Yes. I took a couple. I took a kid that I became close with. Uh, yeah, it was two twins actually that I became close with me and one of my buddies, Hunter Floyd. Uh, the first year we took them on a deer hunt, Hunter was hunting with uh, one of, with Grant, and I was hunting with the, his brother named Gregory. And of course, they got competitive really quick, oh, yeah. and they just both went to shooting deer. I think they. Took took about half our deer out that weekend. You know, <laughs> me and my boy, we we ended up winning, taking it home. But uh, <laughs> we uh, we we became close with them. And next year, he said, "Oh, I want to go turkey hunting." Mm-hmm. Uh, Gregory Gregory's got cerebral palsy, and he's not wheelchair bound, but you know he's he has balance issues at times and stuff. But for the most part, he's fully functional. But even just just with that slight disability. There's a lot of things. If you get to get yeah. to the goblin bird, you know, it's not easy. It's hard yeah. to do it as is. And we got to a creek and the bird was on the other side of it that morning. And uh, he's hammering and, you know, my buddy Hunter that was with us, he's more of a turkey nut than I am. Um, one of my favorite people to turkey hunt with. And I looked at him and he said, hold my gun. Gregory <laughs> <laughs> said, How, what are we going to do? <laughs> And he kind of just stepped up to him and bent over. And he looked at him like he was crazy. <laughs> Jump on. And he he pulled that boy up. A, and I'm talking about a straight up incline mm-hmm. almost. Of that, of coming out of that creek. And I look back and he was just trudging him up. <laughs> and I look back and I'm like, this is that's awesome. Oh, yeah. It's just like, you know, when you combine doing something for somebody else, you know, with the drive and the passion that you already have for, you know, the birds got mm-hmm. on the side of the creek. If you're out there by yourself, you yeah. get across it. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter if it's, if you got to swim it. 
So, you know, that's two, two really big passions kind of meeting together. And that it takes it to the next level mm-hmm. fun. That's what was so fun about that turkey hunt last year is that I've always wanted to combine those two passions of taking kids with disabilities hunting and my favorite of all is oh, yeah. turkeys. It, I knew that it was going to be challenging. And uh, we need landowners. We don't know if anybody wants to, if anybody wants to get involved, period Mm -hmm. um get in touch with us i'd love to talk to you um you know we always have volunteers i try to get everybody involved as involved as i can each year even if it's just i mean i i have a ton of people around us that we have that you know volunteer their time and efforts uh our sponsors like at the super hunt like uh, first farm south credit uh people like that you know we have people that volunteer Mm -hmm. But we're not going to, we try not to have to say, ah, we got enough help. Yeah. We will say come anyway, because if you can just get out there, even if you're not, end up not helping in any way, if you could get out there and just be there, it's a blessing. Absolutely. Um, so it, it just, it, you can reach, you know, if we can provide that blessing to kids, to yourself and also others, you know, that's, that's, that's what we're that's what we do it for ultimately. Mm-hmm. But yeah, hey, we're out there trying to kill now. Yeah. Oh, we're yeah. out there trying to like TK and Mike said, we out there to kill. <laughs> but uh black talking. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I have those things memorized. Growing up watching TK and Mike every day. Uh, I tell you I bought the whole like, series. You did? I just bought the whole series. I, I, was, I still have the VHS tapes. I found the DVD. I don't have a, the whole I don't have a VHS player anymore, but I had the tapes. You ever come across them? You let me. I find one. I'll I think Masioka, the Masioka, or Masioka, whatever it's called. For any, the the, for any of the listeners that don't know it. Oh, just to just to give Mike a little explanation, um, so it is a it is I know we got listeners everywhere, but it, this is kind of a Mississippi organization. Um, but we have kids. Our, we've got shoot. participants. Yeah. Um, as far as Arkansas, I mean, we've got mm-hmm. a lot of kids that come out of Louisiana, and you know it's not specifically central, you know Mississippi. We, our landowners we go from as far up as Lafayette County to. Mm-hmm. Uh, down to Adams County, uh, and that really helps us, especially with the, how we've kind of set it up the last for like the turkey hunt, and this past year with the deer hunt is, uh, you know, if we got a kid for coming from South Louisiana, we'll mm-hmm. try to pair them with a landowner in Southwest Mississippi, make it easier on everybody so they don't have to drive all the way to Central Mississippi, turn around, drive mm-hmm. all the way back, you know, halfway home, um, you know, so. You know, if you, even if you're not a landowner or anything, if you know somebody that might want to be involved, if you know, if I tell people all the time they want to get involved, they want to get involved, they want to come help, and I urge them, you know, if you if you want to get involved that bad, which you should, mm-hmm. because you, you will definitely definitely not regret it. Go find somebody with a camp, or go find somebody with a place that will be a land. Go find a landowner. I can guarantee you, if anybody that hunts would want to be involved with something like mm-hmm. that that has a passion for hunting and a passion for helping others, if they want to get involved with something that bad, they can scroll through their contacts in their phone and they can find oh, somebody yeah. that will say yes. <laughs> and, and, and everyone wins. You know, I think everybody will come out better because of it. And, uh, and the, more, very glad the more people we have involved, the better because we, we've actually, in the last couple of years, had turned some kids down because we just didn't have Mm-hmm. the capacity of landowners that's that's the biggest thing is land we our landowners it wouldn't be possible without people mm-hmm. you know volunteering their places and their time and it even it, as a landowner you don't have to have a camp you don't have to provide accommodations we have we will put the money up we will put put you know if we need to uh, put them in hotels if we need to buy food if we need you know but if you can get people together you know with a place to hunt you know, we can get them the accommodations to stay somewhere. If you find a couple buddies, that's what we do. That's what we do every year. You get a couple, you know, a few buddies, split the money, get some food and stuff like that. And, you know, it really, it, it works out a lot easier. But um, it doesn't necessarily have to be some nice place. It's mm-hmm. just, a, you know, if you think you can make it happen and you want to get involved. Uh, Which I don't think it's hard to find. I mean, anybody that's in the outdoors, I mean, I know there's two spectrum too, but majority of the ones that I know are in it for the right reasons and, and appreciate the 
the good things about it. And I know people of, that are, and they're not necessarily you look at them and say yeah. they're not, right? But even if they're not, you know, if you could look at somebody, and I try not to judge people, but you know that they aren't in it for the right reason of hunting on the mm-hmm. hunting aspect. They might have, they might love kids, exactly. And you know, maybe that'll open it, it. Things change. That's a definitely different perspectives to it. And they're I remember just kind of like we were talking this past season, going with her and taking her, um, which is, I mean, it's I'll vouch, it's a, a totally new challenge, but it, it's, it's hard to, to 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 take a kid hunt. It's hard to turkey hunt. It's hard to take a kid turkey hunting. It's hard to take a kid with disabilities it's, it's really it's really hard to take a kid with, that has a uh yeah this hearing impaired it was cool hanging out with, and it's really it's cool hanging out with the parents too because they'll come along with you and and because they know it's like a daily job and then like you said and it's just it's just their second nature to this is how this works and this you kind of have to step back and they get into a blind and they have to do this and they all pull up in their butterfly door trucks that's got these mechanical things coming out oh you know yes. it's like you're like it's cool to see them how they react to to things that we overlook a whole lot when we go uh, by ourselves. it comes to fruition when you're sitting in that stand, yeah. you're sitting there blind with three other family members a kid and two guides and you made it happen and you know ultimately you were successful with the hunt and a kill and then the next thing you know everybody in in the blind is just in tears mm-hmm. i had I've had family members, I've had people, eight people in a blind crying because immediately when it, when everything comes to fruition like that and, and you're successful, the first thing that a lot of these, you know, with these severely disabled, disabled mm-hmm. kids, the first thing that these parents think is, I never thought this would be yeah. possible for my kid. You know, thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. But you never, they're never going to forget that. You'll yeah. never forget that. And, you know, uh, we want everybody to receive the blessing that comes with it, and I think everybody involved will. It's um, it's, it, there's no down to it. It's, everybody will come out grateful and appreciative, and we and, missed and, the turkey and, this year, and I was so happy. Oh, uh, uh, happiest <laughs> We saw a raccoon, I and I mean, she was ecstatic. <laughs> I, I look, and then I, I, I don't think I've ever been a part of a turkey hunt that it resulted in a miss. That you know. Every, every every real turkey hunter knows oh, yeah. knows what comes after that. But Not I looked at the boy that, that I was hunting with this year, and I looked up and I said, "That was awesome." Uh-huh. He said, "That's that was so cool." I, I bet. Yeah, that's that's what it was worth. I mean, we've we've got a lot of events hopefully planned for the future. COVID kind of tapped into yeah. us. Eventually, you know, we want to do a duck hunt. We do some squirrel hunts. You know, just different experiences. Down to uh, we did an alligator hunt. We really? selected six, eight, eight children this past year, four different landowners, uh, private land tags, mm-hmm. and they went out and they had a blast. They had a blast, shot some big gators. The, you talk about something that kids, you know, that's that's even harder to find people that, you know, have sure. alligators on yeah, their place exactly. that they'll actually take, and people with boats and yada, yada, but it was an awesome, we had a little drawing for the kids that, you know, Mm-hmm. We try to do it as fair as possible, yeah. and uh, but it was they had a great time. They bunch of the people, a bunch of the guys that are uh, very experienced in the central Mississippi area that you know draw tags every year and they you know, kill alligators. Brent came out to some of these private uh, private landowners places and you know that got the tags and brought their boats and mm-hmm. you know there was four or five boats running and they took these kids out there and. And you know, with private land tags, you don't necessarily yeah. have to catch it. You shoot them. You know, right. I, some of you them. Do they, like I know. I know a couple of, uh, of the. They went out a couple of the places. They went out there and took the two kids. There was two kids at each place, and they just caught a bunch of gators and just released them. Really, I bet that. Not, not actually a kid, but yep. you talk about catching a gator and watching these kids. Pick them, that's fine. I can only imagine up. how much that got them going. Yeah, some of these, and, and I've taken a lot of these kids on these hunts over the years, even on deer hunts. They might not want to shoot a deer. Yeah, they might live. They mm. might not be a hunter. They but, and you know, I've had I've I've heard of guides and stuff getting frustrated because the biggest deer on the place is standing in front of them. Yeah. They might be scared to pull the trigger, or they just might not want to kill the deer. And you know, it's, it's the, but they're there. Here. They're yeah. there. Exactly. You know. We all can't. We all ain't killers. <laughs> but we're all not hunter fairy. But 
<laughs> far from it. But um, but no, it's it's, it's like you said, it's it's what you're going in there for and what you're what you're there for, and um, what you take out of it is what's you know what the the gratitude comes along with it very very generously for all for all that are involved and just being there and being involved with it um with the super hunt yes but with um with any youth or, or somebody else that's shaking the woods take them hunting you know just get them there that's get somebody that's still out there job. to hunt that mm-hmm. doesn't do it like i was saying when he, he got involved last year and it's kind of changed his outlook mm-hmm. on actually hunting with, with other people in general exactly just just noticing things that I didn't always notice and seeing what I didn't think was that, you know, was that, that didn't really catch my eye or something like that when it, when she got excited for it and, and when, um, even with her dad being there, he, he'd hear something, he, he would ask me, you know, what was that? And be like some kind of woodpecker or something like that. And he, he had no idea woodpeckers were as big as they were, you know, he was 40 something years old and I'm like, oh, pretty big. <laughs> but it was cool seeing other it people just you, learn little things. beyond the hunt. All exactly. The, every turkey hunter that loves is passionate. Yeah. The beauty and hearing them, them birds chirping, you know, yeah. the first light and seeing that sunrise and even taking, you know. Hearing that first gobble and just standing there for 10 seconds mm-hmm. longer and maybe hearing them a couple more times, just take it in, you know, say thank you. Oh, yeah. And things, just hunting with other people, you know, it can open your eyes to something else. But as long as you, as long as you see the, the big, bigger picture, yeah. which sometimes it just takes, it just means more. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But well, I was telling uh, Hunter before we started this was, <laughs> you know, in 40 years, when I look back at a turkey hunt, I'm not gonna go. Man, I remember that year that that year back in 2018. I I limited mm-hmm. out in the first week and a half on my birds by myself, and I tell you everything that happened from yeah. to, to, you know frame by frame in these hunts. You know what I'm talking about. Well, that's not the hunts I'm gonna talk about. I'm gonna talk about the one that you know we went and. My buddy missed it. I put the bird in his lap. He missed him. Yeah, that's the ones you're gonna. <laughs> exactly. Or I, or I let the bird walk across in front of. Me, let my buddy shoot. Let you know, buddy. He's never been really turkey hunting. Yeah. You know, this it's those hunts. It's the ones that you just happen to be with two other buddies mm-hmm. that morning, and for some reason, three birds walk in front of you, and you one mm-hmm. day. Those are the ones that that mean a lot. You can look back at it. You know. And, Hey, you remember that morning when we got it? It's not even being successful. I remember that morning we fell down a ditch or something like that. You laid in an ant bed at that time, you know. Yeah. Um, I always remember that. I don't remember that as me killing a turkey. I remember that as you laying in an ant bed. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a man. It's it's a. We're gonna work on 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 farriers. Uh, yeah. Do a hunt this year. I got last year was was my first time to really try that with trying to hunt with other people, which I have before my in the past, just with my brothers and and with seals. But it was I've been told I was hard hard to hunt with more times than probably not. But something I had to work on and actively work on, um, understanding the situations and scenarios and limitations that hunting with one more person and four legs walking are louder than two legs and. Stuff like that, and um, say, but I'm glad. I'm very glad. Looking I'll back. say this: you'll if you if you're open to doing it and you don't do it much, if you can find that one person that you right. really click with and y'all that y'all hunt and think a lot alike, you will increase your success on killing birds by mm-hmm. a lot without even having to communicate. It just becomes like clockwork. That's mm-hmm. when it really gets fun, is you don't have to even talk to each other and you know what you know even if you've got to split up yada yada sometimes that's the best you know that's the best odds is hey you get on this side you go on this side it's just going to increase it Mm -hmm. um as as a you know seasoned turkey hunters and you know experienced turkey hunters take somebody that you know they might like turkey hunting but they're just they don't really under you know, they're, they're not see you know they haven't done it for very long they're not very experienced mm-hmm. as as hunters we we should take it upon ourselves you know a lot of people complain of wow oh, these fools come out here i've been here i've been yeah. sitting here since 4 30 this morning they pulled up and started blowing a howl hoot and come in and chopping on a box yeah. as hunters it is our responsibility to take other people you know teach them show them, exactly. show them the right way to do this the right way to do the, you know, help them 
for the you know their future mm-hmm. and increasing their odds of, of being successful. One of these days, that yeah, they can go off on by themselves and they can teach somebody mm-hmm. else. Don't you know, make a mask, you know, because I'm, I'm sure a lot. And it's funny because Turkey's gonna teach you a new lesson every oh, yeah. time. It doesn't matter how long you've been doing it, what you've been doing, it, how successful you are. But there's a lot of things that I learned when I go hunt with new people and folks that I haven't right. hunted with. Uh, that you know, you think that you know a lot, and then you're mm-hmm. like, dang, I didn't realize that, or you know, I never knew that. That, or just learning something about somebody else, yeah, seeing a different tactic, seeing mm-hmm. a different. But in some of them, you might go, How did that work? Exactly, and it's just something different, and that's you know? that's a that 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 the whole decoy scenario that I explained in the, in the book. I mean, I still don't use them, but it, it made me kind of understand why I didn't. And, you know. Sometimes you just got to, you know. You know. You got to pull out all stops at times. Yeah. Exactly. I got buddies that don't pull up with. If I ever come in a situation decoys, like that one. They hate decoys mm-hmm. that hunt a bird for two weeks straight. And then, you know, like, oh, I'll try it. And for some, you know. But, all right, let's see. We'll, we, we'll, um, we'll wrap it up. And if there's anything else you want to comment on and. And hit on real quick before we wrap it up. But uh, I'll try to get some, you know, just get with Toler and and get some um, get some any any means of contacts and put those in the show notes. Just click the little more button wherever you're listening to this at, and we'll have it a, a link connected to something, whether it be the Facebook page or a number or anything like that. You might can get a hold of. And but, sales, um, you got anything? That's a great doodle you got going on. What there. you got? What you drawing today, Sue? I don't know what all it is. Hope those on my notes. It is, but it's a little notes I read them. All right. <laughs> Made sure if I start One of wrong. the 8,000 notes on this desk that I lose on the daily. Um, but uh, let's see. That should, that should wrap it up. So, um, but yeah, I wanted to, to get an episode on that super hunt. If you are around Mississippi or in, I guess, the probably tri-state area, um, it's worth reaching out. And I promise I'll vouch myself personally. Those kids, like, just being dedicated and, and making stuff Dedicated, happen. smart, they're very... The ability They're very adapt. gifted. They're, they're... The things they overcome. I mean, they could be... I've had kids, you know, yeah. kids are in pain. They make you feel like a sissy somehow. Oh, yeah. You think you got it bad. You know, that kid... It's, these Doesn't kids are flinch. so resilient. Yeah. And such a bad... Could, what well, could be a bad situation, you know... You think you got thing, bad things going on, and you're not in pain. You're not, you know. And these kids are smiling. Oh yeah, they're having a great time because they don't know anything. They exactly. don't know any other way. These kids with, with you know, disabilities such as Down syndrome, mm-hmm. you can't have a bad time with kids nope. like that. And that'll really make you see, you know, that it's the simple things in life. There's when you when you when you get put yourself in the right situations like that. I think I mean guys will take care of the rest. I did not expect to kill a bird. You know, we actually got decently close to one. I did, had no idea how much good will come out of it, and and a paradigm shift in, on my end that I mean, I've been doing it for twenty some years. And, you know, and, and one day a eight year old girl that couldn't even hear gobbles changed my way of thinking about hunting with other people. You know, ultimately is. It's a blessing to the kids. I mean, we've always said that it's more of a blessing. A lot of times it's more of a blessing to the people involved that you yeah. know, aren't directly. But um, it's, that, that's one of the bigger points. But the, I think the biggest point is how apparent God is and, and mm-hmm. that he is there. Because it, even with turkeys, you wouldn't think it. Like you said, you didn't expect to kill a bird, mm-hmm. but you, you'll go in to hunt like that with, with some, you know, in, you know, on a, you know that kind of hunt. And all of a sudden, you're like, man, this ain't gonna work. We ain't heard that. And then, wham! Yeah. These these turkeys, for some reason, just so you know, they hit a goof, and uh, that you're like, there's only one. Uh, oh, yeah. There's only one explanation. Exactly. It ain't nothing to do with what I did or what mm-hmm. we did. It is a God thing, and you know, that is a huge, huge thing, and you know that I've gotten out of it is just seeing. I uh, fall by the wayside, you know, but uh, anytime that you can really see, you know, God and, and all that through it and tie it back into that is, uh, that's what, that's what hunting is for me also. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but y'all slow down this year and take it, take those extra mm-hmm. breaths at daylight and listen to the birds, let him gobble three times and, and take it in and, and thank the good Lord before you take off running. Cause you're going to run anyway. If you can, 
you get there fast enough, you're going to get there before he, he hits the ground. Just uh, take, take a couple extra seconds and uh, be thankful for being you know, capable and able. And to, the, the Lord has uh, blessed you with, to be healthy enough to go out there and do it. Instead of getting so wrapped up with getting it done, just take a mm-hmm. take a second to appreciate it, and uh, it'll change a little perspective. Uh, it goes a little perspective goes a long way in yeah, life, absolutely. and it's, it's it'll give you chills. Absolutely, it'll give you chills. But I don't know, I'm kind of getting fired up thinking about it, just getting in the woods. But oh, buddy. but it, it ain't gonna be long. What is it? Fifty three days. 53 down in Mississippi. If it don't get any colder in January, it might start gobbling. Ah. Um, but all right, then we'll wrap this up and um, we'll get we'll get some notes in the uh, little show notes section or whatever. I don't know. I think they're called show notes. Um, we'll get we'll get some links and stuff in there and and uh, we'll keep you all updated on some new stuff coming in with the, with apparel. Uh, new Richardsons shouldn't be too long. Bottleman hoodies back in stock. Ballad of a Turkey Hunter shooting to uh, release on Amazon. Keep up with it on... on, on Go buy it. Uh, yes. Learn something new. I think it's finally... You'll see some stuff you already know. You'll learn some yeah. stuff that's new. And I don't know. It's, it's, it's a fine balance. Hunter's one of the more studious people. Sure. I haven't been around him for just a long, you know, years or anything. But uh, I quickly realized he's one of the more studious people when it comes to, you know, being a biologist, you know, mm. you know. He's not some uh, habitat whiz or you know turkey whiz, but he is very studious. He's got a lot of knowledge, and I I, I encourage y'all to check it out because it's gonna be good. But enough of the rabbit holes. Um, Gotta so, keep it on y'all's toes. Yeah, anybody is you will. But we appreciate you being here, Toller. Um, and we'll check it out uh, next week and. And um, if y'all need any, and y'all can, y'all are more than welcome to reach out with us, and we'll we'll connect y'all to anybody in the organization that that uh, that might be able to help y'all further. Um, so, but have it in the back of your mind: take somebody else hunting, take a kid hunting, take a kid with disabilities hunting, take somebody that's never been in the woods hunting. It doesn't have to be a kid. Um, just kind of make it a note in the back of your mind, and um, and and if not, just like you said, just soak it in. Listen to three more gobbles before you. Uh, Take off after that that long beard on opening weekend and just give the first one or two a take a few more seconds yeah. and then just run a little bit faster. Yeah. <laughs> you can you might, get, y'all go ahead and start getting a little cardio in. Yep. I don't ever get any cardio in before for some reason. I don't ever get tired when I'm <laughs> It's not it's not of a concern. I can walk I can walk I can walk down a flight of stairs and be out of breath, but I can run a half mile to cup of turkey in. <laughs> Not even and up. still have plenty of breath to to cut up on a mouth call. <laughs> but all right, then we'll we'll see y'all next week.